Come on, let's lift up the name of the Lord tonight. Lord, you are worthy, Jesus, of all the glory and the honor, dear God. Lord, have your way in our hearts, in our minds, and our souls this night, dear God. Let your Holy Ghost move in a mighty way, dear Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Jesus' name. It's good to be in the house of the Lord tonight. If you have a Bible, I invite for you to turn with me to the book of Acts, chapter 2. Book of Acts, chapter 2, beginning at verse 38. Then Peter said unto them, Repent, be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is unto you, to your children, and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. By the help of the Holy Ghost, I like to preach on receiving his promises. You may be seated tonight. There are promises that are being made all over this world today. You have loved ones that are promising each other that they will always be there for them, that they will never leave them, that they will never forsake them. You have many different promises that are going on. And living in this life long enough, you know that those promises really don't mean much because they're not genuine, they're not true. People get caught up in the moment and they say things. And when it's all said and done, a person is left with nothing but broken promises, promises that aren't fulfilled, promises that people have fell short on. The politicians of this world, they make promises. And every time that it's time to be reelected, they'll make a promise and say that they're going to do this and they're going to do that. But when it's all said and done, they don't even do half of the stuff that they said they was going to do. The devil makes promises, and he's making promises to people all over this world today. He is telling them if they get involved with this, if they drink this, if they smoke this, if they get in relationships with this, that all of their problems will be solved. He calls Judas to believe that he made him a promise that 30 pieces of silver was worth giving up Jesus. It was worth leaving that relationship, that walk that he had with the Almighty God. The devil would love to cause young people to, to think that this world is what it's all about and get them to buy in to the promises that he's selling only to build you up and to let you down and ultimately want to destroy your soul in hell. But the Bible talks about the promises of God. The Bible says that the promises of God are yea and amen. The Bible tells us that he's not slack concerning his promises. In other words, if he promised you something, 
you better believe that it's going to come to pass. Tonight, we all have a, a great and wonderful promise here tonight, and that is the promise that we can receive salvation tonight. We can receive eternal life tonight. That is a promise that is unto you, that is, un that is unto each and every one of us here tonight. And I want to stand on God's promises tonight. I want to know that God is not a man, that he should lie, but that if he said it, then it's going to come to pass. If God said that I never leave you or not forsake you, then you better understand that he's going to be there right by your side in the time of trouble, in the time of need. We have a God that is faithful and that will honor his promise that he's made to his people. You can be seated tonight. The Bible talks about Abraham, and it talks about how that God made many promises unto Abraham. One of the promises that he told him that you and Sarah are going to have a child. You're going to have a child in your old age. The Bible records that they was at an age where that it wasn't possible physically for them to have children. But the Bible told, says that God said, you're going to have a child. The Bible says that Sarah, she began to laugh because she knew that she was at that limit, and she was at that age limit, that it wasn't possible for her to conceive. You know, sometimes the promises that God has promised us, it seems far-fetched. It doesn't seem like it's real or that it can possibly come to pass. But we need to understand that there's nothing too hard for our God. There's nothing too hard for him to do. If he says that he's going to heal you, then you need to understand and get ready and look for your healing. If he said that he's going to send a miracle your way, then get ready and receive the miracle that he's promised. Come on, if he said you're blessed, then you're blessed. If he said that he's going to make you the head and not the tail, then you better understand that you're going to be on the top and not the bottom. You can be seated tonight. I want to believe in the promise that he made to me. The Bible says, and it talks further in the book of Romans, it talks about Abraham in his faith the Bible says that he didn't stagger at the promises of God through unbelief the devil would love for us to doubt what God has promised us to disbelieve to cause us to worry and to fear on how we're going to make it day to day well I know how I'm going to make it day to day because I have a book a book here that lets me know that I have a God that will be right there by my side when I call upon him. That when I'm walking through that fiery trial, that he's going to be right there by my side, walking with me, leading me, guiding me, directing me, ordering my steps. Come on. I'm standing on his word tonight. I'm trusting in his word tonight. I will not doubt. I will not be moved. But I will believe God 
in what his word says. You can be seated tonight. This world will fail you. This world will let you down. This world will build you up only to tear you down. Loved ones will fail each other. That's just the way it is. We're human. But the Bible talks about God. And it tells us that no word of his, no word of his promise has ever failed. It's never failed. If God has promised you something, understand that it's going to come to pass. He's not going to build you up to tear you down. He's not going to fail you. He's not going to bring you this far to leave you and to forsake you. But the Bible tells us that he that began the good work in you, that he is well able to complete it. Come on, I want to understand that I got a God that I live for, that I walk with, that he is well able to perform the work in my life. You can be seated tonight. Abraham believed God. He trusted in what God told him to do. God told him to leave, get from amongst your kindred, and come and follow me. And he said that I will bless you. And the Lord blessed him. He blessed him. He didn't get a chance to see all the blessings, but, but, but God blessed him. God held to his word. We got to understand that this is something that we can trust in tonight. This is something that we can grab hold on tonight. The Holy Ghost is here tonight. And Peter said that it's a promise unto you, unto your children, to those that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Come on, somebody. You ain't going to walk out of here without receiving the Holy Ghost, without receiving what God has for you tonight. You can be seated tonight. There are people that will try to say that the Holy Ghost is not for us today, that it was just for them back then. But I read in the Bible where it says that it's for us. I read in the Bible where it tells us that it is a promise unto us. And I don't know about anybody else, but I'd rather believe God than to believe man. The Bible says, let God be true and let every man be a liar. I'm sorry, but this world has come too late to tell me that I can't have the Holy Ghost. I read here where it says that I can have it. So I'm trusting in God tonight. I'm trusting in the promise that he made up to me tonight. You can be seated. The Bible says that Jesus, before he ascended up to heaven, he told them to go to Jerusalem and wait for the promise of my Father. And the Bible tells us that they went to Jerusalem, and it tells us in the beginning of chapter 2 of Acts, verses 1 through 4, that the Holy Ghost fell upon them. And they begin to speak in other tongues as the Spirit of God gave them the utterance. And they was wondering, what is this that is going on? And Peter stood up and told them, this is that 
which was prophesied by the prophet Joel that my that God will pour out his spirit upon all flesh. Come on, somebody. That same God is standing and waiting tonight to pour out his spirit upon each and every one of us that are here in this place. I don't know about anybody else, but I've come to receive the promise that God has made unto me. I've come to lay hold on eternal life tonight. You can be seated tonight. This world, they can pass this up if they want to, but I'm not. Every opportunity that I get to receive the Holy Ghost, I want to understand that I want to come and receive what God has given unto me. The Bible says that he has given unto us exceeding and great and precious promises. Come on, this thing is great. It is wonderful tonight. This is the best thing that you will ever come in contact with. And that's the power of the Holy Ghost. Nothing else can satisfy you. Nothing else can lift you up. Nothing else can deliver you. You can be seated tonight. There are people all over this world. They've bought into the promises that the devil has made unto them and has found out that it was nothing but a lie. There are people in hell tonight that believe what the devil had to say and found out that it was nothing but a lie. But I want to understand tonight that I will not be ignorant of his devices, but that I know that he is a liar and that he is a father of them. Come on, Judas thought that 30 pieces of silver was going to fulfill something, but he found out in the end that it wasn't enough, that it wasn't worth that relationship, that walk that he had with God. Come on, I don't want to walk out on what God has given me tonight, but I want to understand that it is great. It is wonderful. It is worth to be desired more than any kind of gold, any silver, any amount of money. You can be seated tonight. The Lord said that he would not leave us. He would not forsake us. That's a promise that he's made unto his people. And I love the Lord tonight. I'm thankful tonight because I know where he's brought me from. I know where he's pulled me out of. I know the horrible pit that I was in, but there came a Savior that loved me enough that he came and found that which was lost and that he healed me. He sanctified me. He poured out his spirit upon me. The Holy Ghost is here tonight. It is here tonight. And it is a promise that God has made unto, has given us tonight. I don't, I don't want to come in here and walk out of here the same way that I came in, but I want to understand that I can walk out of here changed. I can walk out of here delivered. I can walk out of here set free tonight. The Lord, he's not going to tell you one thing and don't come through. He's not going to 
promise you something and don't deliver on that promise. If the Lord said that he's going to fill you with the Holy Ghost, then understand that he's going to fulfill he's going to fulfill his promise unto you tonight. But I know I got to understand that I got to come in here and I got to do my part. I can't come in here and sit down and think that I'm going to receive what God has for me tonight. But I got to come in here with my heart lifted up with my hands, with my mind, my biblical heart in tune with him. Fixed on him, allowing him to work the work that he wants to do tonight. You can be seated tonight. The Bible records how that the Bible says that the children of Israel that they was in bondage in Egypt. The Bible talked about how that God sent Moses. How he sent Moses down to Egypt to deliver them. And how that through many different works that he performed through Moses. That he led them out of Egypt. Came to the Red Sea, parted the Red Sea. Walked through on dry ground. And the Lord told them that I'm, I have prepared, that I'm going to lead you to a place that flows with milk and honey. It called, he called it the promised land. He made that promise unto them. But through disbelief, through doubt, through fear, through their own disobedience, the Bible talks about how that they begin when every time they face hard trials, they begin to doubt, they begin to worry, they begin to complain, they begin to thought, think that God had brought them out there only for them to die. But God said that I'm going to lead you to, a, I'm going to bring you into a land that flows with milk and honey. Come on, God has promised us every great and every precious thing that we can imagine. Now it might not be what you want in this world but guess what it's what you need and I want to understand that I may I may want something but God may understand and may know that it's not what I need but I don't want to be about what I want but I want what he knows that I need in my life come on and I know tonight that I need the Holy Ghost so that's what I'm seeking after tonight I'm seeking after his will not what I want, but what he wants for me. You can be seated tonight. He made promises unto them. And they caused, they, they allowed fear and doubt to hinder and to stop what God wanted to do. I don't want to begin to doubt in God tonight. I may be dealing with something in my life, or we may be dealing with something, but that doesn't mean that God has left you. That doesn't mean that God doesn't see where you are. That doesn't mean that he has failed you. But he's going to be right there by your side during that trial. He's going to be right there by your side when you're going through that storm. 
I want to know that there's a God that has given me his word to look into each and every day. And he is promising me all different things. He said that I go, that I go to prepare a place for you. Come on, I know that there's a place that is prepared just for me if I would lay hold on what God has for me tonight. I know that if I make it, if I stay on that straight and narrow path, that I'm going to see my heavenly father one day and that I'm going to walk on streets of gold. I'm going to enter in to those gates of pearl. That I'm going to see my Lord and Savior that loved me enough that he came and robed himself in flesh. And he died, the flesh, died on that cross, shed his blood on my behalf so that I could be blood washed, so that I could be cleansed, so that I could be set free, so that I could be delivered. Oh, I love him tonight. Oh, I thank him for the Holy Ghost tonight, that overcoming power that he has placed inside of us. Let us remain standing tonight. The Holy Ghost is here tonight. Peter told them to repent, be baptized in Jesus' name for the, remi for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And he said that that was a promise unto you. We all have that promise tonight. But it's all about whether you believe it tonight. It's all about whether you're ready to receive what he has promised you tonight. I want the Holy Ghost to move in my life tonight. I want to receive what God has provided for us tonight. He's provided that for us tonight. To overcome this world. To overcome sin. And more importantly to put the devil where he belongs and that is under our feet the Bible says that he told them that I would give you power to tread upon scorpions, serpents and power over the enemy you read in Acts chapter 1 verse 8 we read that that power is the Holy Ghost he said that you would receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you that is available to us tonight. I don't know about anybody else, but I need the Holy Ghost. I can't make it without it. I can't last without it. We can't last without it. This altar is open tonight. I invite for somebody that if you don't have the Holy Ghost, I invite that you come down tonight to come down here and be determined that this is the night where I receive his promise that he's given to me. It is already yours. All you got to do is step out on faith and receive. I invite you to come down to this altar with your hands, with your hands lifted up, with your mind and your heart fixed on God tonight. The Lord is about to do a mighty work in here tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus, let us gather around the front. Come lifting up your hands, blessing the name of Jesus.
be 